This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the bullies. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the bullies. James, James, what you you doing? Bruh, bruh, bruh. And then that's the gunshot sounds. You ruined the whole thing. James. Time out, James. James, James. I just want you to know. What's that? If we were in an alien invasion, man, <laughs> what? I'd be the first to go. And you came with that weak sauce? I'd be the first to go. You'd be the first to go. What you mean? I wouldn't even mourn you if you went first either. How, like, if it was that mean? weak, if it was that weak, I wouldn't How, even mourn you. No, nah, but y'all we, heard we about. We over here trying to do whoop, 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 break. Show them when we were in this thing, though. Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the bees. Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the Oh, whoop. You hear that? Did you hear that? Did you feel it? I just didn't know where my, where, how I could contribute. <laughs> yeah, it was, you got to go first, bro. What y'all was doing was so good. I didn't know how I could contribute. Would you attack? Would you attack the aliens if they if they came? If you saw it, what would you do? Man, if I saw if I saw aliens come down from Earth, I mean from from the sky, <laughs> you'd be so worthless. I would be so. Wait, stop. Wait, wait. You'd be so. James would <laughs> Hold up. The biggest issue was that they attacked it in the first place. If you're talking about that. No, that's why thing, I don't that's thing, why I don't know if I would attack. The thing growled at him first. No, what would you do though? What do you mean the thing you growled at the, him first? Braylock asked you a question and you haven't answered it. What well, would you do? I mean, I would marvel for a bit. I don't know. I think it has I have... teeth and is growling at you. You're gonna marvel at something growling at you, James? I might marvel at it for a little bit. You getting eaten, he's gone. He's gone first. I don't know. You gone he's first. Gone I don't first. know because Everybody that died in this movie was attacking them. There's not a single person that didn't. They were chasing what are you people, talking James. About, dude, no, that's not true. Some people weren't attacked. Yeah, they, they were chasing. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but uh, uh, I don't know. James I think, gone first. I think a mar- someone that marvels at least knows where they're at. I would never be shocked. I would never be surprised. They would never come up on me. You know what? If we got an wow. uh, alien invasion, <laughs> I say we send James out as a decoy and we go the other way. <laughs> Just send James out to Marvel as we like. I would appreciate this. We still got the back. Because here's the thing. If they wouldn't have, who knows what would have happened. Do you believe in aliens? That's the real question. We've already talked about this. Yeah, we have. We're not going to talk about this again. Braylock definitely does. He just doesn't want to admit it. He doesn't want to admit it. Braylock doesn't believe He's staring at me right now, but he knows deep in his heart that he knows Braylock believes that the only living beings are on this planet. Get that snitch. Get the strap. Don't give up. Okay, I was left out. I wasn't ready. I wasn't. I didn't. I that wasn't ready. All right, so we're doing dumb. it one more time. All right, okay, all right. get that snitch. Get the strap. Don't give up. Blah blah blah. Wait, why is, weren't uh, you ready? No. Is, why weren't you ready that time? This is literally the <laughs> last time we're doing it. Oh wait, my thing about that one is like I was uncomfortable with the gunshot. Okay, and but I was like, that is part of the, the part of the song. So okay, we're gonna do it okay, one more okay, time okay. into the music, and you better okay. do it. All right, all right. Get that snitch. Get the strap. Don't give up. Pop, pop, pop. No, uh-uh, no. All right, pop, pop. Nick, Nick, play the music. <laughs> you know what it is. Jonathan Raylock, James III, Jerome Milligan, What more can I say? You know what it is. Like men can jump. Welcome to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Yeah. Uh, 
Good job, James. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little John, yeah. yeah uh, this is Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> now you went overboard. Should never encourage well, you. You said little gracious. you said it was little John. I know. What? Okay, we didn't tell wow. you to do a little John impression. <laughs> How do you Okay. Oh my right. so loud in our ears. Right it is now. it is so it's loud. So loud. Okay, I'm sorry, people at home. I apologize. Oh, All right, I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm wow. You're so disgusted. I'm James the Third. And I'm Gerard Milligan. This is Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood, the podcast where we review films of leading black actors and then discuss them in the context of race. Now, uh, I'm just going to put this out there. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Today we are reviewing the film Attack the Block. Attack the Block, baby! The right. block is safe because you ain't going to attack the block because what happens is they there to protect the block and that's why you ain't going to attack the block. Yeah, don't mess with block. the block, bruv. Bruv. Oh no! Don't mess with the block, bruv. I hope it's happening the I whole hope. episode. No, I knew it. It's happening the whole episode. <laughs> I really don't want bruv. that to. Bruv, bruv, bruv. Wait, bruv, James, bruv. James, bruv. We bruv. have listeners in London. Please. This is not. I'm just trying to hold up. This is okay for the listeners in London. This is all respect. Why are you squeaking? You been squeaking like a lot. This is all respect. It sounds like you're making fun of him. Uh, can you do your best British fun. accent right now? This is not making fun. No, I don't appreciate because I don't appreciate it. Because I'm gonna do my best, and y'all are gonna still say that is that I'm that I'm clowning. That is true. That is exactly. Very true. That's why I'm not doing that it. Very, and I just want to say to the listeners at home, I love y'all. I listen to S Club Seven on a regular. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! And some of them that heard yo, this, yo, and some of this, some yo, of them that heard this, know what that is. And I just want to say real quick, Bradley McIntosh is the man. So thank. So, stop it! Stop no, it! No, stop it! Don't tell no, me! No, you stop, stop it! Now the Brizzlers are going. You Brizzlers are going. <laughs> you stop it! I mean, S Club Seven. You might as well just have said One Direction. Goodness. I mean, the thing is, okay, but, but, yeah, honest, but he does listen to this this S Club Seven. Like I've seen him post things about this group, and it makes me really sad to know him and have lived with him. Wow! You know, it's like okay, kind of okay. Now this is something that I may have. A, I don't know how many of our listeners actually hey, care about S Club Seven. We are so not but having the, a discussion. I tried to bring it back. Those of you that do, if you do like it. Just, oh just goodness. tweet a little like tweet don't a little tweet. hate to Gerard. Don't tweet. I've been getting mad hate. <laughs> I can hate all the time. I can hate for everything that I say and I don't understand. <laughs> I just say genuine opinions. <laughs> I get so much hate. Hey, so if you hey, support S Club hey, Seven, hey, I need you to just. Hey, say hey, I mean, the people have spoken. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't support S Club Seven and you're embarrassed about James, like I am, just tweet at James the Third. You're not a human. Been getting that my whole life, so that's not gonna. That's gonna roll off. That's gonna roll off like. Just remember, we're going to get to the show. Oh but if you do not believe in S Club 7 like James III does, tweet at James III, Black Men Podcast, John the Brain Lock, John Milligan, tweet James III is not a human. All okay, right. all right. Everybody so the movie we watched today is Attack the Attack Block. Attack the Block. Now, technically, technically, we're breaking our rules a little bit. We're breaking a, our rules. Kind of. A little bit. A lot of bit. A, a little bit. We're a lot of bit. Well, here, I don't, I'm, here, the reason I won't say a lot of bit is because the movie did have a big production budget. I mean, okay, it was like 13 million yes. pounds. Because it was made in London. But the thing is, first of all, London doesn't make that many movies. Not nearly as many as America does. Right. And then two, London doesn't put that much money into its... Right. You know, it doesn't... They usually don't have, like, huge blockbusters. And, and it was like wide that. release in the UK, just not the it was US. A, yes. So it was a wide release in the UK. And apparently when it came out in, in theaters, it was, like... it. it a, Open at number three behind like Thor and like some other huge freaking movie. Yeah. And it had a good per screen average. 
I mean, that being said, when it came out in America, it was only released in literally 66 theaters. Well, no I one mean, knew. This... I didn't know it was out in theaters. I didn't I, know it was out I, did. Now, here's the thing. I remember the reason that I knew about Attack the Block was because uh, I think this is when Facebook first, like when they first started doing those ads. Or that stalked you. On the wall. Ugh. Yes. It was like the mm-hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was an ad and I saw and it said this movie, Attack the Block. And I was like... And I was like, what's this? And I clicked and I clicked on the trailer and I watched and I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. Right. So for those of you who don't know about the Attack the Block, break it first down, of all, break it down, down. honestly, you should go watch the movie. And if yes. you don't want it spoiled, which I, I shouldn't do this, but like stop listening to this. Yeah, well, no. I mean, it. is this spoilers I mean, in it, really? We, 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 will, we will give yeah, away a lot of the movie. Away the movie, but like... Um, and like, and I, I think also common practice though is like, if people haven't seen the movie, a lot of people. Okay, don't let's do listen. it. Let's do it. I'm right just now. saying. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. There's some, there's some movies where I'm like, whatever. Like, who cares? Spoilers. But there are some fun twists and turns in this movie, so we don't want to give that away. That being said, listen to this podcast. The premise of the movie is essentially an alien invasion is happening, but it's happening in the East End of London. Uh, at it's Guy the- Fawkes night, and so there's a ton of fireworks. Well, I thought you were doing that. I know, I'm me bored. too. For a I'm so bored. Oh, what that, on man. the block? It's on the block. There you it's go. It's on the block. There you go. On the block. Uh, on and the don't block. mess with the block, bruv. Um, but uh, oh, so you're not gonna on, do the whole thing in the. It's accent? on Guy. No, not the whole time. Me and Braylock thought you were gonna do the whole thing in the accent. No, it's just gonna keep coming back. Great. All oh, right. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so basically, we we follow uh, a little like these. This little ragtag gang of kids, of teenagers, led by Moses, who is played by John Boyega. John Boyega. Who you might know from a little film called Star Wars. I mean, you might know. If you don't know who he is, like, I, I understand that. Or, or if you watched 24, um, the miniseries, when it came back, he was also a lead on that. But you know him from Star Wars. You're right, John. You're yeah. right. You Star Wars, the <laughs> Finn. Finn is his name. Um, and or F one. Wait, what is it? F one two. Anyway, who cares? We're not talking about the movie. Listen here now. <laughs> so yeah, these kids. Uh, basically, the movie starts off with them robbing a uh, woman. Yeah. Yep. Starts off with them robbing a woman. Which I have is... a philosophy about what, why that happened. Oh, okay. I don't want to skip ahead. I, I, no, I, ha- I have a philosophy about why you saw them be such goons and like rob this woman in particular. Mm-hmm. Because it, so the, we're, the, we're, we'll get to it. But there are certain things that happen to some of the kids in this movie that after watching, I thought was like kind of brutal, which doesn't really happen in like horror movies, even when it involves kids. Mm-hmm. But I thought because they had these kids do very like grown things like rob, you know, they, they were like smoking. They kind of, aged out of being children so it made it okay that since they were thugs and considered bad people if you will it made it okay for some of them to be disposed of in a gruesome way interesting but that's but we'll get to that but it's like instantly when i saw that happen i was like oh this is interesting i okay yeah i think okay. i think that i think the robbery is for a lot of different reasons I think that's so definitely too. one of them but um and anyway so uh basically we follow they uh but <laughs> literally as they're mugging this woman uh Boom, this alien basically crash lands into a car. They chase it. They kill it. Uh, and then uh, more aliens come and chase after them. That's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. And they got to save the and block. It, and the they got to save the block. They're basically they like the alien invasion yeah. is happening on the block. And 
and like and it's masked by this the 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 celebration of Guy Fawkes night. Guy, I'm saying the name wrong. Guy Fox. Right? Fox. Guy Fox. Fox. Who's Guy Fox? Uh, remember, remember the fifth of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. Uh, also, if you want to watch Viva Vendetta, Vendetta. <laughs> Viva Vendetta. Oh remember, wow! Remember, remember. <laughs> um, Wait, so that's a holiday in in uh, England? Is uh, it actually celebrated in England? I mean. I mean, that's in, the movie, why, in the movie it is, but no, y- yes, right. I mean, yeah, it is. Like, I know <laughs> yeah. in the movie it is for sure. I yeah. mean, I I have never <laughs> been, but yeah. So I mean, like, I think here's the thing: this movie has like a ninety percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It's very critically, it's a cult uh, classic. People who I, anybody I know who's seen it has loved it. I've rec- like I saw it shortly after. I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it shortly after it came out because uh, it was only in theaters for literally two months in America, and then they pulled it. Um, and when it came out, uh, I remember any, any person I, who I was like, you should see this movie and they saw it, loved it. So even though technically it didn't, it wasn't a wide release, uh, it felt like this movie should have been bigger than it was. It should have been huge. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about why we think it wasn't huge, but let's first do initial thoughts. Yeah, so I um this is a movie that people suggested to me a lot. And I didn't see it. The first time I saw it was like six months ago or something. But I remember when I watched it, I texted you guys like 10 minutes into the movie. This is my favorite movie. It's great. It's so good. I, yeah. I, I really like it. I love I'm a big fan of like of like of sci-fi stuff. Uh, we all know that I have a big affinity for for British uh, stuff. My ass, I'm having fandom. No, but like, but that in particular, and then also just Belief. like the way that um, the block. Belief fam, the way that the there's block fam. <laughs> the way. Oh my god, <laughs> the way that they like weave in, uh, you know, like the the sort of race and class yes, yes. issues so good. So with good. with the with this sort of overarching like humanity and and uh, versus humans versus aliens thing. I just that is, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Yeah. Um, and like and genuinely scary. We were just talking about this, but yes. the movie, uh, like like I mean, I like, wasn't scared. Though. Fr- oh man, come on, man! Every Listen, time I saw this movie, I saw this movie. Uh, I think around Halloween. And because we were like, oh, we got to watch a scary movie. And then I was like, oh, there's this movie, Attack the Block, that looks kind of cool. And so we all, we, me and my roommates watched it with like some friends. And uh, dude, I mean, there's some tense moments for sure. Yeah. There, and like those, those, mo- those, uh, the monsters are like these big wolf looking black, just, just jet black, jet with black, black with neon, neon growing teeth oh teeth. Yeah. Uh, like razor like rows of teeth yeah. and you're just like damn like and and you can't really see them sometimes like they're just jet black they have like, no hey, where, what the? Yeah. um and then they and they straight kill folk like yeah Oof. viciously Oof. um but the other thing about this movie is that it's hilarious like it's so oh, yeah. funny and yeah. it infuses the this British culture in a way that's really cool. You're like, oh, okay. Like, it's not it's not American culture at all. And you're like, man, this is really cool. I'm really learning something about, you know, how people in the inner city live in England. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. In London. So that was really cool. And then the other – and the acting is incredible. Oh, so good. Um, and like you were saying, like it touches on some race stuff, which we'll get into too. Uh, and then the other thing was just like it's just a fun movie. It is super fun. It like and it and it does its premise like it. 
it uh, allows you like anything that you would fantasize about like an alien invasion in London, like in the East End, like it does it. It fulfills it. Yeah. You're just like, yep. Yes, that's what I wanted. And it does everything. Great. Yeah, I man, I thought it was great, too. Like, kind of like what you both said, especially what James said. It's like, they, they interweave, especially, like, some of the things that John Boyega's character says throughout the movie. Like, at first, at one point, he's like, uh, who is he talking about? Who he's talking to? But he's like, um, he thinks that the aliens aren't, like, aliens. He thinks it's, like, a plot to, like, kill more yeah. black people in the mm-hmm. city. Like more, oh, yeah, like more people. That's late. That's more, later. More, in the movie, yeah, it's later. It. But yeah. it's like to me, it's like it's just inter- it's like stuff like that of just like just seeing. You know, he kind of was like the thug with a heart of gold, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, which didn't bother me for some reason in this movie, but I also just love the fact that uh, of the fact that like they didn't they didn't like shy away from anything. They didn't shy away from the fact that like these kids robbed a woman at knife point at the very beginning. Like they showed like why she should be scared of them. And it made them earn the right to be respected. Like it was yeah. like it had to it had to be earned. And I was like, that's good because it humanized them in a way that wasn't like forced. Because some of them still were assholes, but yeah. some of them were like, hey, we're in this together. She's a nurse. We need her. Like let's do this thing. And I thought it was great. Even though even the girls they hung out with, like you didn't see them that much, but the girls were like you know kind of around the way girls. But they they even had like like such a welcoming quality. You know, like the one who like had a crush on John Boyega because she saw something in him and one of her friends even comments on the fact that she saw him as more than just like a thug. It, it like, it was just nice to see stuff like that. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Uh, so basically yeah, after the attack happens, like uh, uh, I'm sorry, after the first alien crashes, they like chase this one down. It's like gray looking. It's, and it's they, the woman, it's the female. Uh, yeah. They alien. later on realize that uh, it's a female, but, uh, they kill it, and then they're just kind of dragging it around town. And this is actually how we meet most of our characters in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. So we meet the 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 ladies, the girls. Yeah. There was that one moment. That was that was one of the first moments where I was like, "Dude, this John Boyega kid is something else." Like he didn't. He was basically not even saying anything. Yeah. And like they all the other ones are talking like they're the they're like they're like blah blah blah. Yeah, we did this. Yeah, we're awesome. Blah. And like and so <laughs> the one like. What's her name? The one that likes John? Oh, John. Who likes Moses? James, you got it up. I do, but um, but I, this they show Dimples, but I don't think she's not... Dimples isn't the one that likes him. Hold on. Yeah. And uh, she's, uh, she's the brown-skinned one. Yeah. She's Tia. 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 Brown-skinned one. The or Dion. The dark-skinned one. Tia or Dion is the one that likes him. Maybe it's Dion. Though. It's a darker-skinned woman. I know, but, anyway, but she I, looks at him. pictures on IMDb. She's like, they and don't she's have like pictures. is this true? Is this true, Moses? Alien fell out of the sky? He's just like, yeah. And she's like, and you killed it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you always get into trouble, Moses. And then she like gives him like a real hard stare. And then he stares right back. And I was like, damn. But uh, what was just said in like nothing. In, in like no three words. lines and 10 seconds. Yeah. He's, and I understood their whole backstory. And it's good because he could have, he could have, he could have been one of those like, I think what's so interesting about his acting in this movie, which I feel like we never really go into acting, but I feel like what made John Boyega's acting so well and so good is that the fact that he didn't just mope around the movie. Like, yeah, he was supposed to be like kind of brooding, but he was brooding with something that black men doesn't don't get to be often, like with a sensitivity to him, like with a, with a weakness to him, with a fear. Like he wasn't perfect. Like he was scared of certain things. He there's a point where I am convinced he let his friend die. We get to it. I was like, I'm convinced yeah, he yeah, let yeah. his friend die oh, out of fear and. Yeah, and and, I, and I I just want to quickly 
uh, no, uh, structurally in the movie, what I like about this particular scene that we're talking about is we the the scene right before we see him them rob and uh, and like and uh, attack that woman, but they're like mostly yeah. Wearing- they don't hit her. They don't hit her or anything. They just like basically threaten her. They like surround her. John Boyega, uh, Moses like, takes her, out a knife. He pushes he her. He pushes her, yeah. And, then, and, and kinda, he, Yeah, kind of. And he takes he, like, out a knife. Yeah, and then yeah. he kind of grabs the wall and she runs away. But there, but there's something that it seems like the movie is also playing with is that like you can't quite tell how old they actually are, right? They like, say that at one point like, in the movie, too. Like, yeah, and they talk about it. But, in, but structurally, though, it's like we see them. They're masked. They they uh, rob this woman, and then in that scene when they're all like, blah, 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 they're like saying like, "Yeah, I'll be home, mom." Blah blah. blah. They're like yeah, they're like oh, talking that's true. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. kids, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like this they really. They all have oh. cell phones, and they're all calling their moms and like being like, "Yeah, I'll be home." Except just, for John Boyega, he has just, no right, no. and except for John Boyega, which is why he stands out so much also in that in that scene as well. So I just I just wanted to note that. I mean, it's amazing watching a movie and being like, "Oh, this kid is a star." I mean, because all the kids in this movie were great, but, like, I remember watching it. For, this is my first time watching this movie, and I'm, like, looking at John Boyega because I heard this movie was such a big deal for him, and I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I mean, he emoted so much without speaking words. One of my, one of my favorite parts uh, that he has, too, is it's a couple scenes later, and I know we probably want to move scene by scene, but it's after he gets the, uh, it's after he gets the, the job from uh, Hi Hats. The, the, yeah. the, the, the drug dealer, he's like, he gives him the job and then he like, he walks out all like, all like, it's almost like he's happy about it, but like trying to hold it in, but he's still also not saying oh, anything. Oh yeah, but he is happy because they can but, tell they're like, yeah. he like kind of does this like half smile. Like, yeah, and then, but, then, but then they, they jump on him and then he lets, he yeah. lets the joy uh, come show on his face. And I think that like that is one of the most natural moments. Of yeah. the, it's like so yeah. good. And then he kind of bends down. as like, Yeah, like, yeah. It's like so. Uh, okay. But, so yeah, yeah hi hat. Basically, well, before this, though, we are in because Nick Frost is like the w- one name that's in this movie. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, Nick, he was in him and Simon Pegg are in like Shaun, Shaun of the, the Dead, Shaun of the Dead series, um, World's End <laughs> series. Well, no, because like, what is it? It's Shaun of the Shaun Dead, of the Hot Fuzz, it's Hot, Hot Fuzz, Fuzz World's End. Like, right. they're called something. Those three movies are like called a thing. Oh, are they? Well, they're all Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. First off, Edgar Wright, written director. and director, right? Yeah, written directed by Edgar Wright. So um, uh, awesome. anyway, uh, so. We kind of see. Oh, we see. We meet Nick Frost, and we also meet that other dude. Who's the other white guy? Oh, the guy who's like coming to just to get drugs. And yeah, and that's the first time everything. they starts. They, he's he's listening to uh, "Sound of the Police" right yeah. there. Karis one. He's like whoop. he's just like singing it in his head. I mean, what is so funny about that too is that when the guys show up, he like takes his headphones and like hides them. Yeah, he does. Like, which I mean, I'm thinking he's hiding them because he doesn't want them to. Not that he doesn't want them to hear, but that he doesn't he want them to steal it. Yeah. Which is like, but it's he true. knows them, well, right? He, like no, he doesn't know them. He doesn't know them at that point. He doesn't know them yet. But they're going he, to the same place, and he knows he's in a bad area because he when he meets the woman later on, he's like, you. He's like, yeah, these blah 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 lives here. She's like, I live here, and he's like, oh, because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like really in a bad area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, basically, he's just this. He's just this white dude who's like buying pot at the in the block for uh, a party. I think he says like for a party for a party, and like he's clear. He's like. It's a, we establish that he's like this this rich white white boy who like is living with his parents who shouldn't be here who like has who his should dad's, not be there who has like has his dad's car like doesn't have a job like doesn't you know what I mean yeah, like he shouldn't be there he like kind of sells weed a little bit but he's also like into like 
he's like he shouldn't be there but he's also like he's not scared to be there like he's scared to be there but he's also like kind of excited by it yeah, too yeah like and he's listening to rap and you're just like all right this is like they just <laughs> picture perfect like white dude who like pretend who's like appropriating black culture yeah but like actually wants nothing to do with it. Yeah, he's like, I just want this weed. I just love y'all music. I love y'all culture. I'm out. <laughs> Don't rob me. And he like tries, <laughs> yeah, he like tries to like talk to them later on, like, and they're just like, You're a loser, dude. Like they yeah. they know. Um and they're not all black. Some of the they're uh, some of them are white, some are, they, they, they're like a super diverse group. Yeah. It's like some are white. Uh, some are dark Latinos. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like you got a you got a rainbow. Got a rainbow uh, coalition. Here. Oh, and we also meet the two little kids too. Uh, oh yeah, Probs and Probs Mayhem. Yeah, yes. they got cool names, bro. I'm yeah, sorry, they're, they're names so are cool. funny. I can't remember what their real names are because they say their real names too. But they're, they're like, but they're like, no, with Probs and Mayhem. What's Probs and Mayhem. <laughs> and they hold it down. Though. They really do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this film's great. Okay, wait. So should we talk about <laughs> what things? We, should we talk about first? Well, I want. Can we talk about John Boyega though a little bit? Cause I a little bit more. I mean, we well, can. I just, just in detail because I feel like this movie he was. Um, wait, I'm trying to memorize it. I think he was, I think, uh, eight, 17 or 18 at the time when yeah. he came out. The character is 15. He's probably like, what? Yeah. 16, 17. 16, 17. I think it was like 17, 18. And the thing is, to me, that's so important is that, like, what John said is that, like, they don't, like, in the UK, like, they don't produce a bunch of movies like that, especially one with a $13 million budget. And technically, like, at the end, at the end of this movie, the first credit you see is John Boyega. So they had a movie that the leads of this movie were brown people. Brown, I mean, brown kids, unknowns. Brown kids, all unknowns. No no other movie credits. And to me, that says a lot. And the mere fact that he stood out so much, and it's not even like, I mean, the other kids are great too. Uh, James, what's the kid that's on, um, he's on. Uh, uh, that's Franz, um, Franz Drame. I'm yeah, saying his name wrong. Yeah, but. he's on Legends of Tomorrow right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, the, which one is that? He's the one. He's the one who the uh, faux hawk with the, with the yeah faux hawk and with the, the samurai sword. sword. Yeah, with, yeah, the, with samurai the samurai sword. sword. And it's like to me, it's like to see these kids in this movie. Excuse me, and to see like to see John Boyega have a chance just to shine as a black dude who's playing yes a thug, but a layered one. And even like the the, the sidekicks he had around them all had something else going on. Like um, his friends with the glasses. Like he he was a thug, but he was like he instantly welcomed the woman like when they needed her and like they were like she's like i want to come with you guys it was like a it was a thing like, even the bad even the bad kid what's his name again from um orange i mean from um legends of tomorrow franz his franz. name in the movie is uh dennis Den- like for instance dennis I don't, I don't dennis know. is like the douchebag kid if you will right yeah this douchebag kid but even dennis loved his parents you know what i'm saying so it's like these kids had layers and it was so cool to see he also lost his dog in the beginning of the movie yeah yeah the very i mean, beginning yeah, of the I mean movie. He, yeah yeah i mean you know he didn't hold his dog down. He let the he let the dog off a leash. The dog ran away. No, the dog ran away. Hey man, he should have held that leash tight. He also did the first cool. He also did like the first actually cool thing in the movie. What was that? <laughs> because like so basically so basically uh, they go out. They they realize that more of these more of these aliens are coming down. One lands in the park that's right near the near the block, and they're all hyped because they killed one already. So they're like, let's go, let's go kill it, let's go kill more of them. And they run out to the park. And then they qu- and then that dog runs and they quickly realize like wait a minute like that one's bigger yeah it's super it's big. like a lot bigger yeah and like l- scarier looking than the one that we killed and then the dog runs and the dog gets killed and it starts chasing after them and they're like oh shoot they run away and then freaking uh, but Moses gets caught by the police 
and he gets put in this car. The f- and oh, this is what I want to talk about. The first, other than the dog, the first person to die in this movie, who? The black cop? It's a cop. No, it's a nah. cop. Yeah. It's the white cop. It's the white, white cop that dies first. White, di- white guy dies first. Oh, is that they're, they're... it's a black cop and a white cop, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the white okay. cop dies first. The white cop is the one who locks him up. Locks him up in the back. He closes the doors, and right when he closes the doors, he turns around, and oh, blood but... splats everywhere. Right. And yeah. then the black cop's like, wait, what? And then he gets taken out. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, so I was just like, oh, snap, a white person died first in a movie with, like, a lot of black people. Um but then, yeah, when they, they, they try to save him, they throw, like, uh, fire yeah. fireworks over. And then freaking Dennis has a samurai. They all, like, grabbed weapons. But Dennis yes. has a samurai sword. And he freaking rides. Like, he literally goes. And he's like, whatever the dog's name is, he's like, this is for my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, he just rides in with a freaking samurai sword. I was like, dude, that's badass. And the thing is, he had a bunch of swords. Like he yeah. picked, like he had three swords. He picked the he longest like, one. Yeah. Like I want. We just talk real quick like, about what yeah. their arsenal was, okay? Because yeah. it's the weakest group of weapons that you That's could possibly assemble. Yeah. And it's like no, it's, it makes uh, sense. They have, they have, uh, I just, I just want to remark on this yeah. because later we see the actual good weapon, and it's like, why didn't they think of a good weapon like this? But they, we have a chain, a bat. Yeah, bat. Fireworks. A bat's not a bad a weapon, dude. Weapon. Okay, a bat's not a bad and weapon. fireworks, but... they came in handy, yeah, man. Yeah, right? What you hate? No, okay. The chain, I don't think they use. You can lock up a door the... so they can't get in with a chain. Uh, yeah. A sword, and then Samurai we never sword? saw... That's a, no, that's no, a the awesome sword was... I mean, I feel like, the but out of the all best. the weapons, the sword the is sword the was Obviously, the, the sword is the best. best. <laughs> it's a freaking... Uh, and then John Boyega didn't bring anything, right? Wait, no. He did? Oh, wait, no, but... No, he had something. No, no, no. He had like a machete kind of knife. Remember no, guy? the dude with the glasses had that. Oh, you're right. The dude with the glasses had the machete. But he took the he took the who took the gun from um, Mayhem and uh, uh, Dennis. Dennis. Did. That's Dennis. later on. That's later, oh, on. later. That's later. Wait, but but no, anyway, what did but that's the, grab. He had a he grab did have something. something, but we did didn't see. Though? But we didn't see what happened. It wasn't a gun, right? Or was it a gun? Was it a it real gun? A gun? It, it wasn't, wasn't a gun. I know whatever weapon he had was weak, so he threw it away and took my man's sword. I remember that. I remember whatever he had. He yeah, like he had a weak weapon. Anyway, anyway, I just wanted to go through that. And they and they and they got rid of it real quick. It was super quick. Oh, you know what? Oh. He just had his switchblade. Right. Okay. So he yeah. didn't need to he get another a, weapon. Yeah, he had a switchblade. Um, and then this was the part that made me so mad, though. We just talked about how they were bigger. So, like, watching it again, I'm so mad that it never clicked for me. The first time I saw it, it never clicked for me what they were after or what they wanted. Like it, they were after them? That they were after, specifically after them because of a, like, oh, yeah. like, but they, oh, yeah, but they, they, do it in the be- they do it in the beginning with the TV. They're like, the female... Oh, is that one of the... It's like when he's watching television, Mm. he's watching the Nature Channel. Yeah. And literally you hear the Nature Channel and the Nature Channel's like... the female, the the male is attracted to the female. I'm just horrible. so mad oh, that this di- that it didn't occur to me at all the first time. I was like, well, they have to be smelling something, but it was never like, you know, it was never like you just think and, it's smelling them. But it, right, and but the fact that the first one one looks so different than all the others that are that are, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's just it's like so clear, and I'm just like watching. It well, again. I'm you know so what? You know it. what? When I first saw it, when I first saw it, I thought I thought that. They knew. I thought somehow they knew that those aliens knew that they killed that one. Uh, right? Yeah. 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 I didn't know. It, well, but, but, no, but that's the because, like that, that's what they. Um, 
That's what they kept saying. They also keep saying like uh, Moses killed, Moses killed the killed other him. one, and he it, you know, so like they like, and they said that a lot. But then I remember, but then I remember going like, but then why are they going to the weed room? Yeah, because it was the most secure room. I know, but what I'm but saying is the, the dead, the, the the dead, dead one is in the weed room. Like, wouldn't they just go straight to the weed room? Well, but they were was, actually chasing. They weren't just chasing Moses. They're chasing all of them who who got the who guts, killed the blood on. Yeah. But like, and they also they don't have eyes. That's another thing where it's just like there's so many that things that are like so eyes. clear where oh, it's like, yeah. it's like they, they don't, have don't have eyes, so they have to be traveling by some just pure black, <laughs> black with teeth. I, uh, just what, the, the, on the second watch, I was just mad at myself for not realizing. Um, uh, okay, but yes. anyway, um, the two yeah. police are killed. Sorry, <laughs> the police are killed, uh, and yeah. So wait, how do we feel about how do we feel about the whole drug storyline? Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood, the sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey there, it's Lindsay Katai. And Kelly Nugent. From Teen Creeps, the podcast about YA pulp fiction. We love trashy teen horror and whether you'll admit it or not, you do too. So cinch up those side ponytails, push your pogs to one side, fire up your 56K dial-up modem and subscribe to Teen Creeps only on the Forever Dog Network. New episodes every Wednesday. See, I, I, I have a firm belief, and again, I kind of said it at the beginning. I feel like their, their gooniness, if you will, like them robbing, them dealing drugs, them just being in the drug culture, made them being gruesomely killed more like acceptable. Yeah. Only because it made them, because if you think about it, at, at the end of the day, they technically weren't good people. If you, if you think about it, yeah. they weren't. They were only trying to save themselves, and it's like it made it. I hate to say it, but it made it okay for them to get like gruesomely killed in a certain way because well, they were kids kids yeah so like i definitely think that that's part of it for sure and then another thing that you said earlier was that like it also just really blurred the lines yes, you know it definitely. really blurred the lines of what's right and what's wrong in in the movie and i thought that that was so great it just it just it yeah. made it yeah, instead yeah. of like just at the beginning them being like kids that were from the block but they're like fine but like but everyone's scared of them for whatever reason then like there's too much of a like there's too much of a message that the movie is trying to like shove in your face if that's it right but this is like these kids are not because they're not perfect bad. they're not like terrible yeah kids. No, but they but they did but but i do I mean, think that the, i do think that the argument of 
uh, one knife and six kids against a defenseless woman is a good argument. It's like they go, they go, basically they they save they save the woman while they're saving Moses because she's also in that police car because she like pointed. And I I love the moment when she's hiding from the monsters outside, falls up against the window, and then sees him and is also scared of him in the window. That's such a great moment. Yeah, because he he robbed her at knife point. But but like there's a monster outside. A monster eating something, but she's just as scared. Because the monster hasn't it's attacked so her yet. It's so great. It, Moses did. Um, um, but yeah. yeah and but, so and so and it it rattled her. There's actually like a great scene. Like after she, after she um, uh, gets raw, we kind of skipped over it. But she like actually like goes to this old this old woman like sees her and she's like, oh, you could come to my house and like mm-hmm. gives her tea, and she's like, oh yeah, like she tells her about the whole story, and that old the old woman's like, like. Pardon my language, but they're monsters, aren't they? And she's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, they're monsters. Yeah. And like, and so like it has this whole thing where she sees them as monsters. And then when real monsters come, she actually like at first doesn't really want to be with them. She, le- she runs away again. Right. Then they find her in the block as they're running away from these aliens. Uh, break into her house. Basically break into her yeah. house. They lock the door. And uh, because what's his name? Got bit. Uh, yeah. And that's the first time, like, the, yes. the kid's like, so he gets bit by the alien, he's ble- bleeding, and they're like, all right, and one of them's trapped in a freaking dumpster, and they're like, all right, nurse, you're, she's a nurse, and she's like, you gotta fix, gotta fix them, and they're like, come on, we saved you, we're heroes, and she's like, heroes? Like, yeah. six, six of you with a knife against one woman, like, you yeah. think that's a hero? You know, and they're basically like, look, if we knew you lived in the block, we wouldn't have robbed yes. you, and, and she's like, that what? was great. Well, that, that, that line was great. Yeah, man, but that that line is so interesting because that is the thing that people in gangs say all the time. Where it's yeah. like, "Yo, you cool if you from here," which is like it's such a sad thing to think about. It's like, well, it's but it's 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 yeah yeah it yeah. is. I mean, it's but here's the thing. It is so like it. I mean, this movie said a lot about uh you know inner city youth and like and like gangs and like that kind of culture without actually preaching about anything. Yes. And it basically was like, one of the things to me that it was saying was like, uh, people, you know, these people are so disenfranchised as it is that they stick, they, the only thing they can do is stick together because they're like, look, we're all in this together, so we will band together. And if you are not with us, you, are, you must be against us because they feel that the world is against them. They clearly feel the world is against them. They never want to call the cops. After all this stuff is happening, it's like, it's like liter- literal aliens are attacking and killing people left and right, uh, and they still are more afraid of the police than they are of these aliens. Well, and it, but it's also like cops. how but, – the, but the other thing about that that is amazing about this movie is aliens have, atta- have landed, attacked, and have been killing people. But the only cops we see on the block are like just there to find them. Right, like it's just the people that yeah. are on this in this search party looking for. Okay, them. let me ask you a question. Uh, when y'all were brought up, were y'all told to ask if you needed help or something? Were you told to ask the cops for help? If you needed, like, yeah. say for instance, like you were taught to ask. I mean, for help? I were you? I was, James? I was, like, 
that's what was taught to kids, yes, but not. But it was never like I never had a situation where my mom ever said to me like, "If you're ever in trouble, go to a policeman." Or I was I was never told to go to a cop for help. Yeah, even to this day, I probably still wouldn't go to a cop for help. Yeah, especially not here in New York City. I mean, cops scare me. Like so. they terrify me. <laughs> and the thing is, like, and the thing is, like, you know, I've been stopped at first. It's like, what would, in this movie, for instance, if these kids were at one point to be like, say they're in the the heat of it, right? They got like the samurai sword. Or say, screw that. I'm gonna make it even lighter. Say they have no weapons. They run up on a cop. Like, hey man, there's there's something attacking us. The cops would the arrest friend. them immediately. Immediately they would. Well, been because, but also because there's already like an APB out for them for people that fit their description. Right, because they robbed a woman earlier. Because they robbed a woman earlier. So like, and then but what's great about it too is that like they are so concerned about that that they're like, no matter what. The cops are going to pin everything on us. They're going to pin this on us. They're going to pin that on us. And, that's, that. and that came to fruition. True, and that's what happens. That's and what it, happens. It, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so the aliens come. They freaking the, – it breaks – it literally breaks through the door of her house. Uh, Moses kills one with the samurai sword, and they're like, damn, Moses – they go up to the we- – uh, they go upstairs to the girls' room because the girls have a locked door, like a gate. And then this is the first time. See, I got to be honest with you, though. You're saying, like, oh, they did that to set an expectation of, like, we can accept these kids dying. I did it. When I first saw this movie, I did not think any kid was going to die. So, so like, uh, there is a rule so, in horror films that, like, children don't die. Like, see, m- like so, what's so, so funny about that is that those black kids, to me, I instantly thought of the real world. A black child is oh my god I'm about to get so deep. A black child is not a child. A black child is an adult. Well, a so, black child that does anything will always be tried as an adult, and that black child at that point becomes an adult. Which means if it was a horror movie and it was a teen that was like eighteen to twenty, which is like a young adult, they can be killed. But they they're not. They're younger than no. But, but, the thing, no, but, but what I'm saying is there are kids nowadays who like there are kids nowadays who are tried as adults who are black who are under the age of fifteen on a regular basis. Yes. But the mere fact, if people don't know why they're tried as adults. Yes. And that, and I think that that's definitely parts of the themes that they're playing with of like, of like, what, what is their age and how do we look at them? But I will say that I was also at the beginning of this movie going, oh, these kids are going to be fine. This will be great. These kids are going to be fine. The yeah, moment, you the keep, moment that I've seen deaths, you saw two, you saw two cops die. You saw the gangster's friend die and you're like, okay, like there's a death count. A tally has been. A, a blood price has been paid almost. Yeah. Like, not every, everybody... And, and one kid got bitten. Well, so, so like, but so that was the moment for me where I was like, oh, nobody's safe. When he got because, bitten? Well, yes, because nope. it was early enough in the movie... And the bite was so gruesome. It wasn't was gruesome. just. It wasn't just like a. Oh, he a got scratch. he got scratched or whatever. It was like oh, oh that kid. Down. Yeah, that kid. <laughs> and I honestly say the moment, the moment they robbed that white woman, I'm like, oh, some of them gonna die. Like, it, like I instantly oh, wow. thought, but, I instantly thought they were going to die because because they did an act that is so looked down upon. Which I mean, robbing anyone is terrible, but but doing that act is so is it, it, so hood, it's so urban to me. Like they weren't kids anymore, but they were, and also they weren't right. Yeah, like they like, weren't kids. Like at to that point. them, even to themselves, they are. Yeah, but they, we re, we were reminded of their child of their childhood, right? And that's constantly what, throughout the movie again. The beauty of this movie. Oh, the other thing that right? I really, the other yeah. small uh, detail that I really loved was the because when I was in London, when I studied abroad, I I had a cell phone and I, I studied abroad and I and I I did the same thing. <laughs> I had the same thing that they did. Like you put money 
on your phone to get credit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it runs out. Like, I remember running out of text messages. So I remember when they were like, I only got one text. This is too much madness to explain in one text. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's so funny to me. Like, yo. This is, uh, but uh, yeah, but like, so basically, the, the aliens like break through. Oh, no. There, there are three aliens at the door, and he has a gun. He's like, and he's like, all right. He's like, you can't take them all out. He's like, watch me. Pop, pop, pop. And he realizes it's a, he's like, oh, shoot. It was a toy gun. And they just all break in and tackle him. And he's like, Moses, help me. And Moses is just like, scared. He has the knighting. He has with the samurai sword, the sword. And, and doesn't move. And like, kind of like, almost like, like, you could tell he wants to, they and he just does the man's head off. And then they the just helmet, bite yes. the helmet, crunch it down, and then rip it off. And also, just I was just like, "Holy crap!" I have man. to give credit to this movie for finding a great way to rip somebody's head off without having to do some crazy prosthetic. Yeah, like, he, he put on the helmet right before, and then just seeing the helmet fly was all we needed to see. Yeah, like great you didn't filmmaking. See the head at all. It was that like, is smart. great filmmaking. So smart. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is and then they yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this no, movie was so good. When they killed him like that, I was like, damn. What well, they, they got him. Definitely and, wasn't expected. What's my man with happen? the glasses? Uh, Jerome. Jerome got. Oh, right. Well, Jerome got that, the worst. The Jerome two, got the worst. The other two got mur- right. The the hi hat <laughs> has like two other uh, uh, thugs with them who uh, don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then they basically they're shooting after him, and then this one comes to attack them, and they're like ah, and they're like in the elevator, they're pressing the close button, and then right before it closes, the alien jumps in the. The door is closed, and they're like, ah! You just hear screaming and, and gunshots. Hear screaming yeah, gunshots. And gunshots. Yeah. Uh, so those two die, but Hi-Hat doesn't. Hi-Hat didn't. Um, and yeah, like, yeah. And then and you know in the elevator, Hi-Hat pushed them both in front shot of him. Yeah, shot the dudes dead, put them in front of him, and then like, yeah, then you know, shot them. You <laughs> like, know. you know he did some shady You definitely shit. know he did. But my <laughs> thing is like, when they killed, my man Jerome was the innocent, like, the one who was the nicest, glasses. the glasses, the one who like was said what his name was to the woman immediately. The one who was like, oh, no, without her being a nurse was like trying to like keep her around. My man got the worst death to me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, oh, it was the it scariest was the death. scariest and because, the, oh. probably the most gruesome for the He for was the just kids. like walking and then oh, and the dude was like, they're right behind us. Run. And he kind of, for whatever reason, like just spins around and then spins around again. And then he just gets and disoriented. And then he does not know where he is. And then he trips, falls, loses his knife. And they just, they, man. Uh, and then they just take him. And then literally, you literally have a shot where like, he, he's like, Moses. And like Moses turns around just to see him like getting like dragged back. Yeah. It's per- I think it's Percy that sees him. No, right? dr- I mean no. They, they, uh, no, Moses turns around. Moses is at the door. Who grab? Who grab? Who does he? He grabs. He grabs someone else. He grabs. Person. Oh, okay. But Moses but that, but at the door. The Moses, first time we see him is when. Yeah, oh goodness. Moses oh. at the door. So Moses turns and sees him, and it's like. And he's just getting dragged off, and then and then we see and then literally see him get ripped, see him get, oh, ripped oof, apart, oof. ripped apart. Um, Don't they rip his face off? Yeah, they rip yeah. his face off. Yeah. This movie is great. It goes there, and uh, you do not think like. Cause it's so Jerome. lighthearted and funny. Yeah, man, it takes it. So, do you, I mean, are you are you a little bit mad that like two of the black kids died, but not the, any of the white kids? There was only one white kid, right? Well, there's the one white kid, and then there's the one, and then there's Nick Frost, the white pot yeah. sm- dude, and the and the white wait, woman. Wait, and wait, 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 wait,
none of the white, none of the wait, white, wait, wait. none of the white died. people died. None of the white hoodlums. So the, died. yeah, none of the white hoodlums. Hope did the, I can't remember. Did the white dude, the the the, the drug dealer? No, no. Wait a second. Just now, the, two white people do die in the movie. It's the cop. No, the no, first John. One that died, no, John. And then they the, don't count, John. The one. The one white dude who's with hi hat. No, I mean, let's rewrite. I mean, no, but like, no, really. Let's like, play the, this back. No, really. The white woman lives. I think it's. I think it's pretty even as far as white people. No, like, no. stop it. No, no, no. There's more black people that die. Well, there are like three black people because there's a black cop. There's a black cop. There's a black cop. There's two black goons who die. Yep. Plus hi hat. Oh. Plus the two kids. So six black people die six and two white people die. die. But you know what? And there were three white characters. And there are three white. Three white main four, characters. Four, if you four white, white main kid. characters who live. But you know what? Oh, here's the thing. And oh. none of the here's the thing. Two main black characters who actually three main. My black man characters got who died. bit in the leg and One he still didn't evil. die. This is the thing I have to say. How much do you really care about the white people that lived? I don't care, James. No. What it, ki- what kind of effect did you have seeing the black people die in this movie? If if there was a horror movie, I think it's good storytelling. If there was a horror movie right now, if someone bit you in the leg, well, if that woman died, it would have been pretty horrible. Yes, but she that had, is she true. had to stay alive for the end of the movie. Yeah, she had to stay alive for the. Don't get me started on her character. I would have been upset if Nick Frost. You didn't like died. her character. I did, but don't get me started. Okay, please get started. I mean, don't, get started. Don't get me started. No, I, We're trying no, to have an interesting, started. fun podcast. Like you, no, this no, is no. What no you I'm not having to... fun. We here to be real. Okay, uh, then be real yeah, with be this. Be real about it. All right, I'm gonna skip ahead. I'm not skipping ahead. We've I'm very upset, around. but I'm I'm upset. This I mean, movie we're did not at the end of the movie. Yeah, but I'm upset. This movie did not have a swerve. Because oh, snap. And this, I'm not doing a swerve right now. But I'm very like watching this movie. I became very upset that it didn't have a swerve. And I understand he's a kid. I, I totally get it. I mean, he was 15 but, no, years but, old. But, but she didn't know that to the very end. So, so yeah, we go in. At the very I'm just end. saying you're just mad there wasn't well, statutory, about, just straight no, statutory No, 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 no. Rape about, she didn't know. She thought he was older. <laughs> so my thing is, this is that classic movie of like, oh, I thought he was a bad person. But she but did. We knew the audience. No, no, knew. we knew. But she didn't, I'm saying, okay. she didn't know how old he was. <laughs> so in her mind, he was like an up-age kid. But the whole point is, this is that movie where it's like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's like, he's a bad, he's a rebel. He's a really mad there no swirl in this movie. Is this, I'm re- is this genuine? I'm a legit mad. I'm gonna tell you why. Because if this would have been like a white dude who'd have been like, if this would have been Channing Tatum, right? Mm-hmm. Which happens and wasn't step up. He's a thug. You know what I'm saying? Like Channing Tatum's like, he's a whole time. say step up. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of movies he's a thug in. It was a thug when Did I Did he rob somebody, the, the same person he hey, had sex hey, with his step up? Let me finish. Let him finish. Okay, if this, this movie is about thug, right? Okay. All of a sudden, like, you realize throughout this movie, oh, he does care about people. He does want to save somebody. He does want to be a good person. And even at a point where she's like, Moses, you don't have to do this. Like, you don't have to go out here and risk your life for anybody. That is the moment if any other movie where the two beings realize that I was wrong about you. I'm sorry for what I did. Oh, we can get along. And, like, I think I love you. This Let's is the I love the back you of moment. this paddy wagon real quick. Not, the thing is, not even that, but it's the moment of, like, that's the moment where like someone gets the longing kiss of like, oh, you're about to go risk your life for us. Yes. Go out here, like, I'm gonna get this kiss. That's My true. man didn't get a hug. It was a cutaway. The cutaway happened, she running out, and next thing you know, he in here about to go save like risk his life. Yeah, My so man goes, John Boyega ain't get a kiss from a white woman well, in a movie I yet. Mean, that's true. Let's not Come on, man. Star, Star Wars. Wars. But Come- who don't start me on Star Wars? But I'm sorry, he's a 15 year old kid in this. She in this didn't movie, know, though. in she this didn't movie, know. You're so a- basically, the way that she finds out is like we never we actually enter all of the kids' homes except for John Boyega's yep. home, which was like kind of weird when it first happened. You're like, huh? Why didn't we get to see inside his home? We saw inside everybody else's, and then at the end, 
when she enters his home, she realizes she's like, wait, who else lives here? And he's like, my uncle. He's like, where is he? He's like, well, like he comes and goes. He go- mostly goes. Yeah, he mostly goes. Yeah. And then and then she sees like Spider-Man bed sheets. And yeah. he's like, she's like, oh, you have a little brother. And he's like, no. He's a kid. And she's like, wait, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 15. She's like, oh, you look old. <laughs> yeah, she thought he was an adult, yeah. which means he could have got a longing kiss. Okay. Anyway. If um, Luke and Leia can kiss each other without knowing their brother also, and sister, my man can't get a kiss I just want to say, one day. of my favorite lines is after they figure out it's, for, it's pheromones that, that uh, are all on them. Like they see, like they're in the weed room and there's a black light and they realize, oh, shoot, it's the pheromones of the woman. The one that we killed first was a female it got its pheromones on us. That's why these males are attacking us. Which actually also meant they really were stopping an alien invasion. Yeah. yeah. Because if they yeah. breed it, there would have been even more of those things. Yeah. And they actually but they technically been. already stopped it, right? Like they just needed By to, killing the woman, they did. Right. By killing the woman, the, the invasion itself the invasion itself was already thwarted from the beginning. But it's just a matter of like they Yeah, and then they stopped the, the Then males. they stopped the males from yeah. you know killing some more folk but uh anyway uh (laughs) so they realize like oh if you don't have any of this on you they they won't see you and so uh her the plan is for her to walk out go to boyega's um moses's room turn on all the gas and then he'll lead them there and blow them up (laughs) when she's walking out nick frost character like opens the door and he's like is it safe and she's like she just shakes her head no and he's like okay then and close the door (laughs) and close the door (laughs) But also, I thought that was so funny. John Wagner was such. He spoke so little in this movie, which was so cool to me. Like he, like he was Mad Max. If you think about it, he, was he only Max. spoke when he needed to. He's a black Mad Max. He was he was Mad Max, bro. Like my man, black Max. My man had a slow motion shot, which they first time they first and only time they ever did do the movies is like when he's in the weed room and the woman's like in the in the in his apartment and she's like, "It's cool to come down. Gas is all lit." My man kicks the door open with an alien on his back, his uh, his, oh, his yeah. pocket knife and a sword. Alien on his no, back. He's got, he's got a sword. Uh, the firework. The firework. The firecracker. That's what it is. Firecracker. But the thing is, he jumps alien on his back. for no reason. My man jumps. <laughs> it's true. He literally he just jumps, jumps through no the reason. door. I was like, why did you jump? Why did you jump? Because you it looked badass. It <laughs> and when he and like as he's landing, he shoots off whatever. I'm like, bro. <laughs> also, he never uses the sword either. No, at no point. At and no, no point. point used the sword and also unhooks the female. And I was like, why did you have it on your back to begin with? None of it made sense, well, no, but it looked on, cool as hell. He had, him, he had it on the back so that they would uh, chase him because he took him. the blood off him. Maybe he took his shirt he off. He took his shirt off. He took uh, his shirt off. So, they, so, they, so he had it on the back to, uh, to lead. I mean, it was just that whole last sequence was the most badass thing. I mean, it looked cool as <laughs> like hell. Like, it was so cool. The other cool thing that happened in this movie was those two little kids. They have a super soaker, okay. and they're like, "Oh, you gotta what are you gonna wet them to death?" And they're like, "It's not water, it's not is water. it? Is it?" And they start and laughing. We don't know what laughing. it is. And then real late, and I was like, "Is it acid?" <laughs> and I was like, "What they got in this super soaker?" And then later on, they they wet they it's freaking lighter fuel fluid that they gasoline or whatever, yeah. and they soak this water, and then I they mean, just throw a firework and light it on fire. So, so here's my point that I, br- I brought up before, Uh-oh. but then we don't realize it until later. Yeah. Uh-oh. But that's a, that's a weapon. I mean, like, oh, if you're okay. going to fight some aliens, 
you get gasoline or something. Nah, for, man, that's a dumb like, weapon. What? I don't want that weapon. The little kids who they were shitting on the whole movie have the my only is, good weapon. My thing is, that's a, oh, that's a long-range weapon that you needed a lot to work out for it to happen. That's and, true. Uh, you need a lot to work nah, out. I would rather have a All bat. you need with some gasoline, no, all you need. What you need is a foobar. Hey, oh, to, okay. all my, to all my okay, zombie okay. fans out there, all you know what the foobar is. Foobar. The foobar is, I'm dead serious, Braylock is going to be judging me so hard. <laughs> the foobar <laughs> is literally a crowbar that has a blade on the end. Yeah. It's like it's the ultimate zombie weapon. Yeah. It gives you distance and it's precise. It's quiet, which is why you shouldn't have a gun doing alien attacks or zombie attacks because the guns bring more of them, but you keep yeah, the sword. They all had parts of what makes a foobar useful, but they didn't have a foobar. They didn't have a foobar. So what they needed to have otherwise was super, super soakers filled with, with lighter fuel. I anyway, mean, like, just... But this just movie what? ends after John Boyega saves the day, after Moses saves the day, he gets arrested. Yes. And so does... So do the weed dealers, to be fair. The white woman doesn't. And... They didn't even look at her to arrest her. I know. They didn't even question it. They didn't need to. <laughs> so... Uh, and the white kid doesn't either. Nope. He's out. He's outside. One of the, the white car. kids gets arrested. The three. The oh three, yeah, that's true. One of the white the kids. Three, gets the three. The three drug dudes. Weren't no, they all? But, no, but one of. Oh, yeah, the one true. that was the in the trash can is the one who's like he saved the day. He's the one. Yeah, yeah. They uh, all get arrested. Yeah. White people get all, arrested in this. So movie. they all get put just... in a, They all get put in the cop car. All right, I guess. That means I'm it's just equal. saying. It means it's equal. Everyone. They all get put in the cop car. Everyone equal. But then the dude is like. Moses, Moses, and then the whole crowd, the whole block, starts chanting Moses, Moses, and then he's like, "You hear that, Moses? They're chanting your name," and he just like does a little smirk, a little smirk. and he waits for it too. The beauty of it is that's what the longest like, dessert. Yeah. His head is down the it's whole time they're chanting. Now. It's I mean, my block. That movie, man. Okay. John Wake has such, that was such a good role, man. Yeah. He says so I mean, well in it. It was such a good he role. definitely shines in it, and it's it's great. It's great that that to to also see like a young like see him start young yeah. you know and like and be getting even more and more attention like because that is just the one thing we don't always see that. What's so dope about John Boyega is uh, like I, I've heard him talk about where he's from, but he's from like a not so good area. And I'm about to skip and talk about Star Wars, but one of the best things about seeing him doing the red carpets in Star Wars is that he bought his block with him. Oh, like, snap. So it's like if you see him on the red carpet, like he had all of his boys and they would be like just geeking out. The fact that he was just – some of them were people from Attack the Block. And it was like he'd just be geeking out with people on the block and it just felt so genuine because like, oh, this kid is making a movie about the block and he probably yeah. is from the block. And like so this movie, had the lead is like a, a freaking kid from the hood who's getting caught up in a bad life but like redeems himself – uh, so much so that at the end, the woman is like, even though he's getting arrested, the woman's like, "Listen, like he didn't, he didn't kill those people. Like he saved me. He saved Wait, me." But what brought it all home for me was she also said, "No, that's my neighbor. That's my neighbor. Yeah. That's my neighbor." Yeah. And yeah. it was just like, "That's my neighbor." Oh, like yeah. it just brought it all together they they in grew. such a great way. And like she got, yeah, there is there is a part we I just to go back to we did skip over where. Where Moses is like, they're they're like they're just like, oh, what the hell is happening? And he's like, I bet, I bet the government is the one who like yep. I said, I sent that. those wolves out, sent yeah. those things out yeah. for us. And they're like, we're we're not killing each other. First they brought in, he's like, first they brought in drugs, then they brought in guns, 
and now they brought in these things. We're not killing each other fast enough, and they want it to. They want to quick it up. How deep is that shit, though? Yeah, it's so deep. Like how? Like how often? Like, cause think about it, man. Think, think like legit. Like think about it honestly, though. Yeah, black people in the hood didn't have connects just willy nilly, like in these drug. Like, just you know not like, 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 where, like, who has a connect for AK forty sevens out of nowhere? Yeah, like who. Who set that connect up? I mean, up, that's man. one of my favorite parts of Straight Outta Compton when they're just at the with at the press conference yeah. and they're just like, "I've never been to any of those places." You know what I mean? I've like, never been there. Like, it's like, how did we get yeah, these things? Get... Is this crazy? I mean, I don't have a passport or something like that. They say so. This movie should have had a swirl, y'all. Um, all right, let's no, right. no, wait, this, no. Legitimately, I can tell you what a swirl should have went down. No, a swirl should have went down in the weave room, y'all. In the weave room, when we realized, hey, John Boyka, you got the the, the female hormones on you. Take that, take that hood. Pheromones. Hey, 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 pheromones. Pheromones. <laughs> he got on, he's like, hey, take that, take that hoodie off. She's like, take the hoodie off. You gotta get it off. Next thing you know, he's sitting there, right? John Boyega is a strong black man. Chocolate skin. He's he's glossing. He's glossing because he's sweating. He's glossy, right? He's glossy, right? He's standing there with a samurai sword looking all badass. Hey, no one knows at this point. Let me cook, bro. Let me cook in the kitchen. I mean, I'm just saying you. Hey, know. hey, hey. When so I come I to your kitchen, when I come to your kitchen, I start pouring salt all on your Dude, food. You're not allowed in my kitchen. I start pouring salt. Exactly. I'm just saying you're not Let allowed me cook in the kitchen. kitchen. Do I pour salt on your food, huh? You don't, you don't do that. I, I just guess. take soy sauce and just dip it on I your guess rice. You don't do that, but again, you just no, I are don't. not allowed in my kitchen. No. What are these <laughs> I don't Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Gerard's not allowed in my kitchen, okay? Okay, like, okay. I, continue. Get out of my kitchen, okay? All right. So all of a sudden, they're having this discussion, and then everyone in the room now has has all of the 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 the, the, the female pheromones uh, off of them. And next thing you know, some of them start creeping out, right? So so the white dude starts creeping out. He goes into Nick Frost's room. The the little dude with the hurt leg, he's just in the corner. Now it's just now it's just John Boyega and the white woman. What's her name, James? Uh, what's her name in the movie? In the Sam. Movie. Sam. It's now Moses and Sam, right? Two wonderful names. They're having a moment. And they're like, listen, I know we got off on the wrong foot. I am sorry about that. I'm trying to be better. She's like, I get it. You were doing what you had to do. But now we're at this point. And they had that moment. And next thing you know, you know I love lights. Right? You know I love lights. Yeah, you know all of a sudden, lights. you're in the center of the room, right next to the pile of marijuana, which is the sexiest thing of all time. What? And she's yeah. like, hey, time out. A pile of marijuana is the sexiest thing of all time. I mean, are y'all judging people's sexual preferences right now? I'm judging. Is that you what you Yes, I, I, I am. First off, okay. Again, John, do I come in your kitchen? No. Right? Do I come in your kitchen, go in your fridge, and drink all the milk, John? To be fair. Do I drink all the milk? I don't have milk. Either. Oh, do I come in your kitchen and drink all the water? I don't. I honestly. You don't have cold water in your, in your sink? No, I have cold water in my sink. All right, do I come in and just, to- you just can, use up all your cups? You can drink the water. Do I use up all your cups, though, without I, telling you what I'm doing? Why would you need more than one cup? Because I just want to use them up. Uh, okay. Okay, let me tell my story. All right, I don't get this metaphor. Okay. Yeah, I don't follow this. All right, you know, y'all, uh, y'all jerks. Know. Both of y'all jerks. Anyway, <laughs> y'all jerks. So they had this moment. And then she's like, you have to do this. And he's like, I do. And she's like, you're right. I know you do. And they kiss each other so longingly. That they just like fall on the table of marijuana and the marijuana just falls on the ground. The marijuana falls on the ground? Is it bagged up? 
It's no, man, it's a pile. It's a pile like a coke pile, but it's a marijuana pile. Oh, wow, like man, a coke pile. Gross. It's like a pile of marijuana. This is the this is the weed room where they like baggy yeah, it up. They, they got the plants, man. They got a wag. They got to baggy it up. Wait, anyway. it's just a, a, a pile of buds. I mean, like, they got buds. Why? They got to sell the weed. But they. Hey, hey, hey! What is happening? I just don't. Hey, what I'm, is happening right I'm now? Just trying to make sense. So they make they make beautiful love on on the top of this Good weed. God. And as they He's do this, fifteen years old. Yo. To be fair. To be fair though, the reader. Kate Winslet won an Oscar. Reason, won an Oscar for statutory rape. So I don't know what Yo, that was about. They loved each other in this movie. Okay, it was about love. So they have they they, they make beautiful love on this pile of marijuana, right? And then they have great ideas because you know when you smell marijuana, your mind opens up. So he came up with the idea like, oh, we can save the day. And it's like he goes out and saves the day. Boom, 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 boom. And then she learns she's fifteen. And she's like, huh? Wow. Arrest me? No, she's like. I couldn't yeah, tell oh. your age at all. Wow, wow, wow. She goes, she goes, you just attacked my block. I was going to say, wait, wait. Can I just say this, though? I was going to say box, and then I was like, I shouldn't say box. That's going to be good. That's worse. The block thing was just as bad. The block was just as bad. I know, but I would have changed it to box. I'm not going to lie to you. Box would have been worse, right? That would have been worse in a lot of ways. What? Saying attack the box? Yeah, that would have been worse. I feel like you can't attack the box. You got to please the box. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, ladies? Uh, (laughs) Please it. John is so bad. I unsubscribe. <laughs> John is so bad. Uh, real quick though, before we move on to, to oh, something else, what? the movie, the movie Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, no, now, good movie, <laughs> good movie, good movie. Starring Ice T. Um, we this, doing that for Halloween. I stand it right now. Starring Ice T. <laughs> I stand it right now. Starring Ice T. He's just in the movie. Starring hey, Ice, it stars oh the Leprechaun, bruh. It stars, but even but the, the even the other the even the other people who uh, bring the Leprechaun back are isn't Ice is like it's just in the movie. Ice, All right. man, that movie's dumb. I hate hey, it. Hey, but I'm just saying, it's a th- it's something supernatural in the hood. All right, in the I hood. Understand. I'm just I understand. saying it's in the, I think it's that's on the, the block. Oh, yeah, we never talked about why we think this movie didn't get seen. I think that's the reason why. I think because it was a hood thing. I think it was a hood thing. Uh, I, you know what it was, too, though, I read, is that uh, apparently pe- theaters in the U.S. were afraid that audiences wouldn't understand the London ling- slang. Shaun the Dead came out by the time this movie came out. I mean, exactly. that stuff does happen. Hot buzz, but... Oh. Exactly. Oh, so what you... Can I clarify for a second, Jonathan yep. Braylock? So what you're saying to me and to the audience at home is that American theaters thought that people wouldn't be able to relate to this movie? Correct. Because of... The reason the the reason that they they used was because of the London slang and the London references. I mean, do we like Shaun of the Dead? I like Shaun of the Dead. Is anyone else here like Shaun of I the like Dead? I like Shaun of the Dead. I like Shaun of the Dead. People like Shaun of the Dead. They, they got that movie, so they can't get the movie with the brown folk in it. Mm, I well, like I, I like Hot Fuzz. I mean, you like Hot Fuzz, right? Because it's an action movie. I like World's End. What? You like... Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no James. I you can't like these movies. I, that one was okay for me. I thought it was okay, too. I mean... I, I mean, I'm just saying that I... I get, I watched, I get what you're I'm doing. just saying that I watched those No, no. Movies. But you yeah, understood yeah. what was and going I, on. And I understood everything from beginning to end. And I saw Spice World, and I liked it, too. I'm saying I've been watching S Club what? 7 when since I was... Spice, since what? 2000. Well, Spice World... I mean, we like Spice World. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because it's taking place in London. All right. Anyway, so moving on. Uh, it's time for the cause. I know how this is going. We go. rate films not uh, based on how well we like them, 
but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Simple. Easy. Black fist means it fully helped the cause. Helped the cause? White palm means it was so-so. It was all right. So-so. Nothing means it. Yep. You ain't worth nothing. You ain't worth not one thing. I just, I kind of said that a second ago. Also, this I movie know, cost 13 million uh, pounds to make. It made about five million. Five million dollars. Okay, so that's something. Just so you know. All right, ready? Here we go. I'm going to keep On my the count of three. <laughs> that's weird. I'm I know, it's so weird. One, two, three. Three fists? We knew that was happening. We I knew. mean, three we knew. fists. We knew that was happening. I mean, like, let's be real about this. Speak, speak your mind, brother. Attack I you the block. I mean, it is the simplest of equations. Right? Attack the block gave us John Boyega. Yes, it did. John Boyega is now the star. That's right. Of one of the biggest, biggest franchises of all time. He's talking about Star Wars, y'all. He's talking about Star Wars. I tell you, according to rumors, Boyega did not do well at his audition for Star Wars. He said it himself. However, Abrams cast him anyway. That's not a rumor. I can guarantee you that Abrams would not have. I can 100% guarantee you Boyega would never have been casted if he wasn't in Attack the Block. JJ Abrams produced Attack of the Block. Attack of the Block. So, Attack, Attack of the Block. Boom. Shaka. Also, uh, Boyega's career is going to be way more popping than Nick Frost's career. Oh, he threw shade. That's not saying anything to. That's not dissing Nick Frost. Nick Frost is great. I love Nick Frost. But I'm just saying, when do you ever see that? Huh? That's right. Hey, can my man John Boyega get a swirl, though? You think in his Emma Watson movie he's going to get a Listen, swirl? Listen, he was 15. There's no need for a swirl in this movie. Whoa, I like how this I'm, movie talked about race. Anyway, oh, oh, you're talking about later on, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, mean, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like in a movie. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Can he, he get he a swirl? I mean, point? he should have. He should get one. Um. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> There's nothing else needed to be said. Go. I mean, I go like to me, like John says, like we got John Boyega. We got again. It's so funny we're bringing up another movie that's not this movie. But Finn was originally written written for a white guy. They didn't find a white guy they liked. Who they find? John Boyega, and they got Daisy. They a woman. So like we this movie helped break down barriers. It was like it was like the starting blocks. He was on the track, he got down and took off. That's what happened. And not only did he talk about race in this movie in a great way, but you saw this is the thing we talk about this sometimes, is like you have movies with people from urban areas and they're not presented as people. This movie showed them at their worst technically, which is like robbing people, but then also showed them at their best, which was saving the block. He saved the block. Come on, y'all. Best believe that. He just saved the block. He saved the block. And he didn't do it. He said, he, his line is, I started this mess and I have to finish. I have to start what I finished. And it's like, you know what, bro? You grew up. You said, I started this. I'm going to finish this mess. And he did. He jumped out of a window like John McClane, bro. <laughs> he jumped out of a window like John McClane, <laughs> the greatest action hero ever created in cinema. That's all I got for y'all. Right. Drop a bomb on these, man. I you gonna drop a bomb, Jay? 
I mean, I hope this is a bomb. Okay, do it. I gave this movie a fist for all the reasons my boy said just now, right? Can I hype you but up? I you gonna, also you wanna, but I also want to throw in there, we got my boy Franz. He plays Jefferson slash Firestorm on Legends of Tomorrow. Oh. That's right. Oh. CW. Okay. okay. Superhero. We, we've been talking all night about how this movie deals with race. But I just, wanna, I just want to say a couple moments that one we more. didn't talk about that I freaking love number okay. one all right they sit in there uh uh inside of sam's apartment and she is like freaking out she's like i'm gonna scream i'm gonna do that and then, and then my boy jerome says there's worse things out there to be scared of than us tonight trust Ooh, trust Truth bomb. okay number okay. two this grown woman still in the same scene okay this is okay. kind of one point one point five she has like fucking fuck fuck she says like that back and forth and then the two dudes are like you got a potty mouth man you need to watch your mouth that's just a uh, funny oh, time. okay okay number watch two that your mouth is great okay okay and then there's the part at the end when they're like with like you don't have no weapons you don't have no weapons it's like and and uh and they're like and they're like yeah what you just described, describing this alien invasion sounds like just another day in the block. It's like, what? Alien invasions is like what it's like to have just another day in the that block. That means yeah. the man keeps you down and you fighting for your life he every said, day. He said, wait, we have to look over our back and, and we might have to engage into a fight? Pfft. Yo, I'm from the block. That's just another day on the block. And then, okay, there's a few more, but I'm number just going to skip to the last one. Skip to the last one. We already said it before. Number 10. At the end of the movie, Sam says... Uh, uh, they're like, they're like, they're like, we got attacked, you know, those, those boys. And they're like, they're, the cops are ready to, the cops are ready to arrest them. Are you sure it was them? And she's like, no, they're my neighbors. Oh my goodness. Say it one more time. James. They're my neighbors. One more time, James. They're my neighbors. They, live, they protected that me. That means they live next door and they're basically the neighborhood watch. Neighbors got for neighbors. Neighbors take care of neighbors. And at that point, they were just people living on the block. And that is, that's humanity. It's not about the block. It's not about London. It's not about aliens. It's about human beings, being human beings together and A recognizing that we're all level. on this earth doing the same thing, just trying to survive and that's what this movie is about I that's why moved. i gave this movie a fist i feel moved three black fists three black fists one second actually three black fists three black three black fists three black fists three black fists three. mom mom i said three mom instead fists. of bruv in my fists, mind bruv. i was saying bruv, I said bruv but then i said you bruv. said bruv anyway said bruv. <laughs> enough of this <laughs> Bruv. Also, slight apologies for like screaming no in your like ear. No, we got passionate. They felt it. Y'all feel the passion right Attack now. Attack the block. Everybody Go watch it. Rent it. It's worth renting. What are you saying? There ain't no party like an S Club party. I'll show you how. What are you doing? Oh my God. Everybody is get down no, tonight. Please. Fight no, what are you doing? Episode can't end like this. Stop, no, stop it. Stop, stop saying it. No. <laughs> it can't be. No. No, Nick, end the episode. No. It's time for some plugs. Plugs, y'all. All right. So, Black Man Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Right. Also, you can, should rate and review us on iTunes, please. It actually helps a lot. It really, really does. It guys. really does. So, leave us a five-star rating. Yeah, nothing below that because we only know five stars. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, Bray? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> five stars, baby. Beep, 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 beep. Also, please keep tweeting at us. Oh, I want to shout out. Who you Somebody, shout out? Dude, a dude uh, who lives in Afghanistan. What? Tweeted at us, listener. What? 
Yeah, man. Shout out to Afghanistan. Dude, Kabul, I believe, is the city. Uh, amazing. Yeah, man. What's up, bro? He asked that we do uh, wi- uh, Whiskey Foxtrot, the Tina Fey movie. Oh, the Tina Fey movie? But I was like, Whiskey Foxtrot Tango? I was like, I don't, I don't know. Bro. I don't know if we could do that. We, we got, she all white. He's yeah, like, no. I, I know. And I was like, but I don't know. Oh, but we I, might come up. We might have a new. Anyway, never mind. Oh, no, we might have, we might have a new seg. Braylock's working on a new seg, y'all. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, personally, John Braylock, at John Braylock on Twitter, uh, Facebook. I mean, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to... Don't friend me on Facebook. I will not accept it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a friend in the comments, like 20. Yeah, no. My, my number is like 200. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. Um, and then uh, johnbraylock.com for some show dates and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we coming into DCM, Del Close Marathon, if you're in New York. Also, James Third, yeah, James Third, James Third comedy, comedy. James Third, yeah, you know, he, he keeps missing these plugs. So. Yeah, man, he does stuff, and it's like, I mean, he doesn't leave us notes, so it's yeah. like James Three RD comedy, yeah, you know, on all social media, platforms. yeah, and it's it's Three RD. He doesn't spell it James Third or anything, yeah. so you check him out. Uh, you can find me at at Draw Milligan on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Draw M on Snapchat, and again, check MTV News out for like hits and all that kind of stuff. And come to Del Close Marathon, Marathon. And invite us to y'all schools and stuff. We're trying to do some school shows, man. I'm trying to go visit, like, I don't know. I'm trying to go to, like, Miami or, like, Atlanta or something. <laughs> okay, and next week, we have a special guest. Oh, yeah. Francesca Ramsey. And we are reviewing the film. Oh, with your dream, girls. We have a I forgot family. the rest. Is that, no, that's, that's not it, is it? I know, that's another song. <laughs> It's your dream, girls, boy. That's what they say, right? Yeah, something like that. That's kind of sad. Um, so, uh, yeah. Y'all seen it. Y'all if seen not, it. go watch Star it again. Beyonce, Jennifer Hudson, Eddie Murphy, Jamie Foxx. You know what I'm saying? All right. Y'all say, Next week, see y'all. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>